This morning, today, on the Sajian Guide podcast, I'd like to speak about, or, or let's talk about, having faith in yourself. In the past episodes, we have spoken about knowing yourself and accepting yourself, and of course about resilience, etc. But today, let's focus upon having faith in yourself. What does it mean? How does it manifest and how do we build it? What are the benefits? So is faith confidence in yourself? Is it self-confidence? Or is it an absolute blind trust in things as they may be or they might be? Is it depending totally on destiny? Or is it fatalistic? What exactly it is to have faith in yourself? Years ago, decades ago actually, my eldest son, when he was just a little kid, he comes up to me and he reads out a part of a poem. And he goes something like, If you think you can, you will. If you think you cannot, then you won't something to that effect. I looked it up today, just yesterday before I thought about talking about this subject matter, and it's a poem by Walter D. Bintel. I don't remember when, I mean, I don't know when he was, when it was written, but his last line in the poem, it says, life's battles don't always go to the stronger or the faster man, but sooner or later the man who wins is a man who thinks he can. So that is faith in yourself. Believing, knowing, trusting, and being confident about the fact that you think you can. It's not being boastful or arrogant, but it is a specific trust in yourself. Now, how does it come about? What are the aspects of having faith in yourself? Well, in my head there are three things that kind of are the genesis to having faith in yourself. Number one is our worldview. How do we look at the world? Do we think it's a place of scarcity and challenges? Or do we think it's a place of opportunities and abundance? Several years ago, uh, I, I, again, one more time, another little story. Several years ago, I used to run a TV talk show interviewing guests, people uh, in the Philippines who were generally foreigners, not always and what good they were doing in the country and what good they were getting out of the country. And I was across this couple, this young handsome couple, Udo and Marta Gobel, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, G-O-E-B-L. And they were running a little NGO in the country and their, their mission and purpose was solution-focused education. And if I remember it right, they were 
supporting and building small schools in underprivileged areas for underprivileged kids. And they were sitting across me and we were talking about the work they do. And I asked them a question, you know, a TV host's job is to ask questions, a talk show's talk show host job is to ask questions. And I said, how do you know for a fact that the resources and the funds that you provide to people and these small communities, that they go to the right place, that they are invested correctly and utilized correctly? That was my question to Udo and Marta Gobel. And uh, they kind of went still and quiet. And then Marta, the wife, looked at me and she goes, what kind of a question is that? That question comes from such a scarcity mindset. And boy, did I bite my tongue and did I want to swallow that question back. And it made me think massively at that time and up until today, it's left a huge mark on me. Yeah, what was my worldview? Why was I thinking that the world is such a place where people don't do the right thing, where someone like Martin Udo, if they want to invest in something good, then be then the world will not give them then the world will not give them the chance and the opportunity to do it right. And if they were doing something charitable and generous, why were they concerned with the outcome? And they were right. They were focused on the process in the act of giving and doing right rather than being concerned about the outcome and be afraid of it. And it was a great uh, moment of enlightenment for me that my worldview at that time was slightly warped and narrow. So today, of course, it's been a dozen or more years since that conversation and I strive to look at the world as a happy place, as a place of opportunities and abundance where anyone can go ahead and aspire to be what she wants to be, to go ahead and aspire to build what he wants to build. And as far as your aspiration is clear, creative and conscientious, there's a good chance that you will achieve what you want. I'm not saying that everyone succeeds because there are hundreds of other systemic effects that play in when we try to build something. But generally speaking, people who have this positive outlook about the world and they have a clear-cut idea of what they want and they have a clear-cut plan and they act upon it, they focus upon it, they put their head, heart and hands into it, then generally they succeed. And history and statistics have proven many times over that lots of world leaders, successful human beings have changed the world according to their will. So that is my first give to this conversation that to have faith in ourselves, we must believe in a world of opportunities and abundance.
we must change our mindset to trusting the world and believing that we can get what we want here and we can succeed at our dreams. The second uh, aspect of having faith in yourself is our view of humanity, other people. How do we view people who are different from us? Do we look at them with fear and doubt and suspicions and biases made up in our own minds? Do we go ahead and be extremely cautious and protective of our turf, our ideas, our dreams, and even just ourselves? Do we go out and be supremely careful, be supremely cautious, in fact, not just supremely, but excessively cautious and excessively uh, protective of our own selves. Do we wear a mask all the time? Do we wear uh, armor and a shield all the time? And if we do, then our behavior, our uh, persona, shows it through. Our demeanor discloses the fact that we are being extremely protective and cautious of people different from us and people across us. So when they notice, when people notice that, hey, this gentleman, this human being is being extremely cautious and protective of himself, he suspects and doubts me. So when they notice, when they sense and intuit that, they, in turn, respond in a similar manner. That means they raise up their standards of caution, their standards of self-protection, their standards of doubt in the relationship, in the interactions, and you, in response, do the same. Then they raise it up some more. It's almost like the Cold War that existed back in the 80s. And then sooner or later, we have our claws and our fangs out at each other and things go wrong. So, uh, my belief, I think one of the aspects of having faith in yourself is trusting humanity, trusting humankind, and recognizing and accepting and loving the fact that most everyone else is just like me. This does not deny the fact that there may be people who will do harm, who will do harm for no reason. But the percentage and the chance of that is minimal. Sure, we hear news of war and uh, shootings in schools and stuff. But generally speaking, a huge and a large, massive percentage of people across the world are just like you and me, kind, generous, hopeful, dreaming of their own life. They are also on a journey into their dreams, onto their visions, and they are also struggling and striving, and it doesn't mean that they are out to get us. So that is the second aspect of having faith in yourself. And the third one is to really believe in your own skills and talents, in your own competences, in your own intentions. Purify them, you know, 
enhance them, work at them, such that you have self-mastery over your abilities, over your emotions, over the things that you do or the skills that you have. You can sharpen your soils in such a way that you begin to have a large amount of healthy confidence in yourself. It's like a tennis player. When they play well and they go in with a mindset of playing fair, then their skills improve, their competencies improve, and their faith in themselves goes up. So uh, those are three things which will have you walk around the world, you know, roam and live happily on this earth, having faith in yourself. Those are my thoughts about having faith in yourself. And I uh, like to read stuff. I like to read stuff along these lines. And one of my favorite poems about a mindset, just as the one I spoke about in the last few minutes, is a poem called Desiderata by a gentleman called Max Herrmann. And it's a beautiful poem. I'm sure many of you have heard it. If not, please look it up and listen to it. There's a little reading I've done on my own YouTube channel, and you can access and look for it. Desiderata by Max Herrmann. And to kind of summarize this little uh, monologue on having faith in yourself, I'd like to read out the last line from Max Herrmann's poem, Desiderata, and hope this helps you and hope it kind of uplifts you and keeps you going with power and vigor into building a world of your choice. Here's the line. And whatever your labors and aspirations, says Max Herrmann, and whatever your labors and aspirations in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace in your soul. With all its sham, drudgery and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. It is still a beautiful world and the people around it are great and you were made to shine and be brilliant. There you go. I hope you like this little monologue one more time. My name is Ruhashu Mandian and I'm a speaker, trainer and a coach based in the Philippines. If you like this episode, please click like and share. Uh, otherwise, I'll see you in the next episode where we'll have a gentleman, a chairman of a large banking group uh, in the next episode and we'll see you there at the Sage and Guide podcast. Until then, adios and mabuhay. There you go. I hope you enjoyed the Sage and Guide podcast. And if it was helpful to you, the most helpful thing you can do is leave a review below and then like and share it with your friends. Your reviews and your sharing will keep this podcast alive and going. It has been a pleasure talking to you. My name is Ranshu Mandian. I'm a speaker, trainer, coach based in the Philippines. And if you ever need my services, please look me up at www.mandian.com. I'm also available on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. 
Other than that, adios and mabuhay.